0: So do you see what San Diego State is doing here? They are trying to use the Big 12 Conference to get themselves into the Pac-12 Conference. And I don't blame them, but it's pretty obvious what's going on here. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. Covering the Big 12 Conference is how you find us. Thanks for being here, as always, on Facebook Live, YouTube, and, of course, the podcast. Hit that subscribe button before you go. Okay, so a big piece by Dennis Dodd in CBS Sports this week. And it's basically a fluff piece for San Diego State. I'm not knocking Dennis. It's a good piece. I'm just saying it's, it's a piece that is meant to make San, (coughs) excuse me, a piece that is meant to make San Diego State look good. This piece has me choked up. (laughs) It's meant to make San Diego State look good as that next team to get a bump to a power five conference. We have heard about San Diego State with ties to the Big 12, right? We know that Brett Yormark wants to go out west. That's what the new Big 12 commissioner wants to do. Is San Diego State the apple of his eye? I don't know. Apparently, he's got this um, obsession with Gonzaga, if you believe reports. Nothing wrong with that for basketball. I just don't think basketball and the money proves it. Basketball is not moving the needle. Football is what moves the needle. So San Diego State has come up as this team that is right for expansion, especially in the Pac-12 because they're losing USC and UCLA to the Big Ten next year. So they have no Southern California presence. And San Diego State's got, you know, new stadium, ton of money getting dumped in. It's a 35,000-seat boutique stadium, as it's called in CBS Sports, reflecting the city's culture, history, food, and brew. Um. And it could expand, potentially, to like 55,000 seats. Hopefully, if San Diego State has its way, could have an NFL team one day. So they've got big plans. they got big money down there at San Diego State. Um, And according to one high-ranking industry source regarding San Diego State's future, this individual said it's not if, it's when they have an opportunity to join the Pac-12. But apparently, the Pac 12 wants to wait. The Pac 12 is interested in waiting until they get their new TV deal done, which is supposed to be sometime in the first quarter of this year. That's what the reports are, and it's going to be some combination of Amazon and ESPN. It says here sources tell CBS Sports a deal is expected to be made in the first quarter of 23. Amazon, or another streaming service, and ESPN are expected to be the two partners for the Pac-12. And then expansion would follow that. I mean, that's great, but if you're San Diego State, do you really want the Pac-12? Maybe you do geographically, but the Big 12 would be a lot more appealing to me if I'm San Diego State. But it appears as if San Diego State is more interested in leveraging the Big 12... To get into the Pac-12. Now, why do I say that? Because there's this comment, this statement here in this CBS Sports piece from the AD. His name is J.D. Wicker, and J.D. Wicker is making the case of San Diego State in the Power Five conference. And here's what he said. He said, "Quote: You want San Diego State in your league at a full media rights share because you don't want us in the Big 12." all the Big 12 schools would have a reason to come recruit Southern California. So he's basically saying the AD for San Diego State is essentially saying, hey, Pac-12, invite us or else. You don't want us in the Big 12 because if we end up in the Big 12, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have to deal with all these Big 12 schools coming out to Southern California and recruiting Los Angeles, recruiting San Diego, and everything in between on the I-5 corridor. And you guys don't want that. Now, I think there's some truth to that, possibly. I also think that that is wildly overblown in today's college football world. Between the transfer portal and everything else, name, image, likeness, I mean, yes, the Big 12 does not recruit Southern California heavily. Does it change somewhat if they join the league, if San Diego State joins the Big 12? Yeah, it probably changes somewhat. Does every Big 12 recruiter end up in Los Angeles the week after San Diego State joins the league? I don't think so. Like, geographically speaking, the Big 12 is in the backyard of some of the most talented recruits in the country between places like Houston and Dallas and Austin and to a lesser extent of course, you know, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Kansas City, like they are around talent. I know Los Angeles has a ton and it's right there in the backyard of, you know, not right in the backyard of San Diego state, but just Southern California in general has an enormous amount of talent. We all know that just based on pure population. Do I think it dramatically changes the game for Big 12 teams on the recruiting trail? Not immediately, not in the short term, but I get why JD Wicker's doing this, right? I understand why he's going about it this way because he wants to be in the Big 12, excuse me, the Pac 12, as soon as he possibly can be in it. He wants out of the Mountain West. The Mountain West is paying him $5 million a year. He's going to at least quadruple that if he joins the Pac 12 conference. But if I'm the Big 12, I'm trying, and I guarantee you Brett Yormark has done this, to what extent, I don't know. But i got to believe he's done this. I'm at least trying to find out what exactly San Diego State's interest is in us. Is it simply to get into the Pac-12? Are we being used in this? Or would you guys actually come to the Big 12? Because if Brett Yormark does want to go west, if he does have that vision of going out west, San Diego State makes a heck of a lot of sense. Now, it would not be my number one. My you know, top three to four would be the teams I've talked about a lot, and that is Colorado, Utah, and the Arizona schools. But let's just say for sake of the conversation, the Pac-12 is able to stay intact without USC and UCLA. Is it a 10-team conference? What is it? I don't know, but let's just say they all want to stay together because they're not thinking clearly, but that's a story for another day. Where do you go from there? Where are you looking if you're the Big 12 and you want to expand west? Well, the cream of the crop then is, in fact, San Diego State. That is the one that makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Some people have tried to talk me into Colorado State. I'm intrigued by it. I am. I mean, it's not Colorado. I'm intrigued by it, though. Absolutely. You could talk me into it. Um, Where else could you go potentially in the Mountain West uh, or just that neck of the woods? There's there's options, right? There's absolutely options. And, And you could talk me into Boise State if you wanted to. That was a conversation for a little bit. So all these things are just interesting to follow and interesting to watch. Because Brett Yormark wants to be aggressive. He does not want to miss out on that next batch of realignment. He sees this conference, the Big 12, as a coast-to-coast conference. And he's got one coast mostly figured out. He's got UCF. He's got West Virginia. You know, if you want to factor in a Cincinnati in the Eastern time zone, we can do that. But he's got that part of the country covered. I'm sure he'd love more on the East Coast, but for now he's got it. So the question is, what's next for him? Where else does he look? San Diego State's serious. You have the conversation. Now, it completely changes the game in terms of what this conference is. You can't have West Virginia going to San Diego State or BYU on a Tuesday night for a volleyball match. You can't do that. But scheduled properly, a coast-to-coast conference like the Big 12 Conference would work if scheduled properly continue to some of your questions on uh, this. Let me tell you what's happening with my friends at DraftKings Sportsbooks. So they are leading the way for NFL Championship Weekend, right? You've got the AFC matchup, the NFC matchup, and listeners of this show can get $200 instantly in free bets when you place a $5 bet on the conference championship games, one of them, get $200 in free bets. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, And then um, you use our promo code HCS for Heartland College Sports, and you will get hooked up. It's absolutely awesome. It's for new customers at DraftKings, and you can't beat this opportunity. So uh, you look at this as well, and if you're a customer already, well, guess what? Uh, How about this? How about the parlay action? The parlay action is going wild at DraftKings Sportsbooks. What do you do? Stepped up same-game parlays? Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm in Kansas City. I'm going to be at the game, actually. But I'm going to place my bet in Kansas where I live and then go to the game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our code HCS. New customers bet $5 on conference championships. Get 200 bucks in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbooks with the code HCS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Daniel asks about Air Force or the New Mexico schools. I'm intrigued. I, you know, I'm intrigued. I, I'm always a little hesitant on one of the academies because they're just playing a different game in terms of, you know, who is going to be attracted to that school. I think Air Force is great. I love all the academies. I mean, Army, Navy's one of the best, moments in college football of the sports calendar. So I I love the academies, but obviously they're playing uh, a different game in terms of what the ask is of those who go there. So I'm less interested from that perspective and the New Mexico, New Mexico angles. eh? you really got to talk me into New Mexico or New Mexico state. I'm sorry. I'm not quite clear on what those programs would bring to the table from any sport. I, I I can be talked into a lot of things. I can, Daniel. I'm happy to do it on Facebook Live, but I just, I don't see it right now as a viable option for this league, for this conference today. I don't. I don't. But I'm always open to the conversation because that's what we do here at heartlandcollegesports.com. Evan writes, Pete, you got to get the new Big 12 schools on the wall. I do. You know, they officially joined the league July 1st, so I got a little bit of time But you're right, Evan. I probably should get them up on the wall. Uh, I also have to get a larger Kansas State sign and TCU. I promised K-State and TCU fans I'd get them larger signs on the wall than what we have right now if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook Live. So I will absolutely get on that. You're right. You guys are keeping me honest, which I appreciate and I like. So well done by you all around. (laughs) Well done, well done, well done. Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) If you didn't see it, Iowa State has a new wide receivers coach. Just want to make a quick note of that. Uh, Iowa State has hired North Dakota State's Noah Pauley to be their new wide receiver coach. So he's on board, he's in on the action, and, um, you know, Iowa State needs all the help they can get when it comes to figuring that offense out after what happened this past season. So. He's coming on board and uh, good for Matt Campbell. He's got his thing figured out there with that wide receivers uh, coaching position. Also, you've got the Big 12 baseball preseason poll that came out. Now, I'm going to promise you this, all right, and hold me to this. If you are a Big 12 baseball or softball fan, you will get the best coverage that we have ever given you here at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. We are promising you that as a staff with myself. Brian Clinton, Matthew Postens, Derek Duke leading the way, not the only guys, but leading the way when it comes to featured coverage. Uh, we are going to get you more baseball and more softball coverage than you've ever had. And TCU did edge out Oklahoma State in the Big 12 baseball preseason poll. Um, TCU came in first with five first-place votes, 61 overall votes. Oklahoma State second, four first-place votes, 59 total votes. And then it was Texas Tech, Texas Oklahoma at 5, West Virginia at 6, Kansas State at 7, Kansas at 8, Baylor at 9. When are you bringing back baseball, Iowa State? Come on, man. Let's get that thing done. Let's get Iowa State back in the baseball mix, would you please? Come on, fellas. Oh, geez. Okay, and um, I will close it out with the Big 12 SEC Challenge that is going to be taking place this weekend. I am excited about that. You have heard us talk a lot about it on our previous podcast this week. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, these were shows that were not put up on YouTube or Facebook. We had some guests on some shows this week, so be sure to find us on the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Talked with Ashley Hodge Sikkim 365, um, and we also talked with our guy, our lead basketball writer, Matthew Postens. So we had great conversations about this weekend's uh, Big 12 SEC Challenge. And I'm just here to tell you that, to me, there's a couple of... I mean, they're all really intriguing in their own rights, but there's a couple of games in particular to me that stand out more so than the others, just because of how the seasons have gone for each team. Iowa State-Missouri, intriguing. Uh, Missouri's much better than it's been. Old Big 12 matchup, obviously. Anytime Missouri's playing a Big 12 team, that's fun. Iowa State is hitting its stride right now, probably playing the best basketball in this league. So they've got to keep that going against a Mizzou team that is not as bad as it has been in recent seasons. Uh, I want to see what Iowa State's able to do. I obviously am going to watch Kansas, Kentucky closely, who's not. I don't want to pick one of those games because we're all going to be watching uh, Kansas at Kentucky, we're all going to be locked in at Texas at Tennessee, a top 10 matchup there. But if I'm looking for games that are under the radar intriguing in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, I'm looking at West Virginia number one because I'm sitting here and I'm saying to myself, West Virginia got a win, obviously, the other night over uh, over Texas Tech. Now, Texas Tech is an O for mode. They're O for 8 in league play. But West Virginia, after a lot of close losses and not quite figuring things out, they've won two or three. They beat TCU. They hung with Texas. They beat Texas Tech. Now they have an opportunity against a top 15 Auburn team at home in Morgantown. If that Morgantown crowd shows up, and you guys in Morgantown better show up, that has an opportunity to be a huge quad one victory for the Mountaineers and something that can help launch them into the second half of conference play. That would be a big deal for Bob Huggins, who I think is starting to figure everything out with these guys. I'm not predicting any massive runs, but he's starting to figure things out and turn things around. So I'm excited for him. I'm excited for that team. Now also under the radar matchup, I'm watching for a multitude of reasons. Um, Texas Tech at LSU. Now you're saying that's one of the worst games. It is one of the worst games. LSU is one in seven in league play in the SEC. LSU stinks. But if Texas Tech and if Texas Tech can't beat LSU, then close up shop, call the season. Seriously, shut the whole thing down. And that's not to knock on Mark Adams. Mark Adams should not be going anywhere. It's been a clunky season for the Red Raiders, but like it, nothing's happening for them this year. That, that will be, to me, kind of the nail, final nail in the coffin for this Texas Tech basketball season. And they have already happened on Wednesday night against West Virginia, but if they were looking for that one final nail, to me, it very well could be a loss in the Big 12 SEC Challenge to LSU basketball. That would be a bad scene all around. Um, you've got Arkansas at Baylor. That's intriguing. Uh, Matthew Postens is going to be down there in Waco, so be sure to follow us for coverage of what's happening down there. Florida at Kansas State, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm saying, okay, is Kansas State a team that we could see start to slip just a little bit? Just, I'm not, I'm not saying a lot, but just a little bit. Is that possible? They take on Florida ESPN two game. Uh, that's a five o'clock tip off. So, You know, and Florida's playing pretty well in the SEC, so that'll be a good matchup as well. You've got TCU at Mississippi State. I'm looking at TCU, and I'm saying to myself, this team right now is obviously playing some of the best basketball in the entire Big 12 Conference. You look at how their year has gone. Um... They win a couple of Big 12 games, they lose three of four, and then they blow out Kansas last Saturday, and then they crush Oklahoma. I mean, TCU has won its last two games, do the math with me here real quick. They beat Kansas by 23, they beat Oklahoma by 27. 50 points the last two games for TCU. No one's playing as well as TCU right now. I mean, they're on absolute fire. So if you look at the short sample size of the past couple of games. So what do they do now in this challenge? Uh, They've got to go on the road to Mississippi State. I feel good about TCU in this matchup, but it's just, you know, really good about them considering that Mississippi State stinks. But you don't want to slip up, right? And the Big 12, you want the Big 12 to win this thing because everybody's looking at the Big 12 and saying, this is the best league in America. And it is. I mean, all the advanced metrics tell you that. The eye test tells you that too. But if they lose the Big 12 SEC Challenge, you know what's going to happen, right? Ah, Big 12's overrated. Ah, look at the SEC in basketball. I think that they are going to have a holiday at ESPN on Monday if the uh, Big 12 loses the Big 12 SEC Challenge to ESPN. That's, just, that's what I've heard. Those are the rumblings coming out of the worldwide leader. They're going to have a little party. Everybody gets a day off and the whole thing. So uh, just get this thing done, Big 12. Don't let up. Get a win. It's fun preparation, too, for the NCAA tournament. It's a break from the conference grind. I think the Big 12 can get this thing done 7-3. That's my prediction. Big 12 wins 7 and 10 games in the Big 12 SEC Challenge on Saturday. Even though they've got the tougher matchups, right? They've got the tougher matchups. They have to go to Tennessee. Texas has to go to Tennessee. Kansas has to go to Kentucky. Iowa State's got to go to Missouri. But I like 7-3. I'm confident. I'm confident. Guys, have a great, great uh, weekend. Enjoy the Big 12 SEC Challenge. We'll be talking about it on the show on Sunday. And uh, do not forget about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbooks. With our promo code HCS for Heartland College Sports, what do you get? You can get a great deal. I mean, you can't beat this deal with DraftKings. How about this? Bet $5 on the NFL Conference Championship games. Get $200 in free bets. Absolutely outstanding. And we've got one more day. You can enter to win the Paul Clown Bomb T-shirt. ESPN made me stop making these a few years back. No one has ever worn this before. It's a men's large. If you want to be entered to win, leave a rating and a review of the show on iTunes and uh, subscribe on YouTube and send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, of your rating and review on iTunes, Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we will do a drawing this weekend in honor of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.